This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Welcome back. This is Topics Worthy of Discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Ed Keenan in for John Oakley today and in with me for the Friday going into the long weekend panel. Uh, Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, and Michael Giles. uh, Welcome back, guys. Uh, Looking south, um, way south to the (laughs) Mexico-U.S. border, uh, things are getting even more nuts than they already were. Uh, Today... President uh, Donald Trump announced that he will sign a national emergency declaration to address the situation of the southern border, uh, and the situation being that he wants there to be a wall there, and there uh, there persists a situation in which there's not a wall there, and no one uh, in a position to give him the money and the authorization to build it is willing to do that because they don't agree that there's any emergency, and so rather than sort of, uh, I mean, this was why uh, there was a government lockout, essentially, a government shutdown, was because he wouldn't sign uh, a budget allocation, uh, he wouldn't sign the the paperwork that allows the the money to flow to continue to fund the government, unless it included money for his wall. Uh, Congress wouldn't give him the money for that wall, so they shut down the government. Basically, Nancy Pelosi convinced him he was never going to get his money, so he... He reopened the government, but now he's declaring a national emergency, which will give him the powers to apparently uh, build the wall himself. It says here in a CNN report that he's aiming to redirect more than $6 billion in federal funds towards the construction of a wall or barrier on top of the $1.375 Congress has already given him for fencing. Uh, And he's going to sign... He's signing it... Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, the Democrats are saying that they may challenge this in court. Nancy Pelosi said, uh, again, citing uh, CNN here, uh, it is yet another demonstration of President Trump's naked contempt for the rule of law. This is not an emergency, and the president's fear-mongering doesn't make it one. And Trump, in his own press conference, basically seemed to acknowledge that it's not actually an emergency because he said, well, you know, I could do it without it, but it would take a lot longer, and I prefer to rush. So, is there any method to his madness here, John? Is this does this make any sense? Surprise, surprise! Donald is being polarizing in the U.S., and I'm just glad that it's not a, a Canada-U.S. wall that he wants, but a yeah. Canada-Mexico or a U.S.-Mexico wall. Look, I think at the end of the day, you know, he's banking on. Uh, this issue uh, for his re-election bid. At the end of the day, he believes this is going to be the one that is going to embolden his base, that is going to uh, shake the, the the silent majority, silent middle ground, that, that people who don't say publicly that they want a wall and that they don't believe it, but they feel that a wall is necessary, and he's banking all that, on all that. But, you know, it's just a method that he's doing it and, and how he's doing it and, and where he's going to get the money from and all this kind of stuff. And I also think that he's now at a point where he doesn't want, doesn't want the Democrats to win. And uh, on this issue. And he's now gotten to a point where he's like, no, you're not going to win on this at any cost. I'm doing this my way. It's going to be a wall, not a fence. And it's going to happen. And it's going to happen by a certain date. And it's going to be a 20 foot wall. And it's going to be pretty. Sherry, John, John was saying, and I, I, I actually think uh, Donald Trump's base is kind of unshakable. And this is absolutely probably popular with them from what the public opinion research I can see. It's overwhelmingly unpopular with the general public. A, a strong majority of people in the United States oppose it, and a strong majority of independents oppose it, and, and uh, Donald Trump seems to have lost his votes. Um, can he win with with this? I don't, like Even many uh, Republicans in Congress, uh, Marco Rubio and others, are saying 
they don't want the wall. They do, they think it's wrong for them to declare a national emergency. Uh, not all of them. Mitch McConnell has sort of come into line for them. But um, can, can I mean, there's two questions. And one is the shameless political one. is like, can he win? And the second one is like, what... Is there any public policy good here on either side? Is uh, well, first of all, you know, uh, this should dispel any illusions of anybody's that we uh, are sitting next to a democracy. It's not. Um, he's acting like a tin pot dictator. Um, the scary thing, though, the scary reality is, I think John's right. I think he can get away with it, and uh, he said as much uh, in his his you know his, his Twitter uh, uh, tirades. I mean, he basically yes, the, de- the Democrats will do everything they can to stop him, as anybody should. Uh, but he, you know, the Supreme Court. So it's, if it gets there, he'll win. And this will, this will strengthen his base. Mm-hmm. They love, they wanted a dictator, and they're getting one. And he's acting like one. And it's this strong man, you know, horror that we're witnessing. And that's exactly playing to his base. Uh, and, of course, it's stoking racism, which he has built his, his metier on, too. Um, so it's, uh, you know, yes. He might win again. Be very, very frightened. And now there's um, <laughs> there's uh, uh, some of the Republicans who oppose him doing this when it was long rumored here that this is what he had in mind and long talked about uh, was that if if he's I mean, every president who gra- every president does grab more power for themselves. That's that's the history of the last 50 years. Uh, and each time they do it, of course, their successor also has that power. And I think there's some concern among Republicans that if he gets to declare a national emergency and, and use executive authority to build the wall, a next Democrat president is going to declare a national emergency on climate change, which many of us might agree they should, uh, or or on uh, gun control. Well, yeah. And, I mean, the reality here, too, is that his national emergency bill or, or, or proclamation uh, relates to about $3.5 billion in, in military spending. The other reallocations are from counter-drug uh, programs. They do not require congressional approval, and they actually don't need to apply the national emergency to it. So what he's doing, he's laying down the marker. He's getting ready for a battle. The biggest battle is not going to be uh, legal, uh, legal action from the members of the United States Congress or the House of Representatives. The battle is going to be from groups that are going to go into the Ninth District because he knows the Ninth District is going to be one of those places where they're likely to get a restraining order. If they get a restraining order, he's immediately going to have that booted right up to the Supreme Court, and there you have the whole optics. The reality is that, you know, I mean, I've said this before many times, when you think there's no more room in the clown car, somehow he pulls it (laughs) off and flies out of the West Wing of the White House. But, you know, if you look at the polls, Gallup poll has him at 44% approval for Trump. Congress is at 21%. Rasmussen has him at 50% approval and uh, disapproval of 49%. There is a market for Mm -hmm. what he is peddling. The key to all of this, and it all comes down to, is the economy where he gets a 57% approval rating on the economy. If the economy is good when he goes into the fall of of, uh, 2020, he has a very good chance of winning again. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Uh, just a speed round, because we're almost at the end. But uh, Global News' uh, Travis Danraj has reported uh, breaking news here that the Ontario government is looking to merge certain regional school boards. I'll just read to you from this uh, breaking news report. Uh, Global News has learned from a source within the Ontario government that the province is considering a plan that would see the number of regional school boards slashed. Currently, there are 76 public boards in Ontario. The plan would drastically reduce that number by merging smaller boards with one another. This follows on the move uh, that that, uh, cut down the sort of 
is the regional municipal review as well as the move to cut Toronto City Council. Is this something, very quickly, that we should be concerned with? I don't think it's a major deal. I mean, you're looking at some of these places where you have one board and one school. So there's places where it's applicable. And, if you know, it, it makes sense, frankly, in some places. I think it's consistent to what the Premier's been doing with respect to City Council and the regional municipalities that he's looking at now. And this is something that I think has been talked about before. And there are absolutely certain municipalities where, as Michael said, that school boards shouldn't exist because they've, they've got one or two or three schools that they're looking after. So as long as they don't touch the Catholic School Board and the Public School Board, <laughs> I think everything else is... Uh, the Toronto for, uh, Catholic School Board and the Toronto yeah. Public School Board. Yeah. Sherry? Uh, well, again, the devil's in the details. We don't know them yet. So let's wait and see. Uh, of all the egregious actions he's taken, this doesn't strike me. <laughs> is the worst, um, uh, but it's oh, absolutely, it absolutely, you know, uh, in keeping with everything else they're doing. Um, so again, uh, read the fine print. Uh, yes, let's hope they don't touch our school board is really what we're hearing. Um, but yeah, it could be bad. Let's wait and see. All right. So so with that asterisk that pending pending the fine print, we, we almost were in agreement here that, that th- th- this is not the top priority. This is not the top concern right now. <laughs> not only that, but I think Sherry just said that she approves what the Premier Ford is well, doing. No, 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 Maybe, maybe that was on the sidewalk. Uh, 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 yeah. Nice All try, right. John. <laughs> Mark your calendars, folks. It was a family day weekend miracle. <laughs> Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco. And Michael Giles, thank you guys for joining me today. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.